This is a podcast for creatives exploring the art of writing ugly, embracing it, and pushing forward. I'm your host, Brooke Shante, and I'm journeying on my own path as a writer, uncovering hard facts, hidden truths, and occasionally sharing some interesting experiences along the way. Stay tuned for heavy rotations of positivity, productivity, and possibility. Welcome to Creatively Imperfect. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Creatively Imperfect podcast. Thank you to all those that are joining me again this week. And to all my new people, my new folks, hello, how you doing? Thank you for joining in. Really appreciate having you in. Excuse me if my voice sounds a little scratchy or just like ick. (laughs) I'm up. I'm a little tired, but I managed to get up this morning before the kids because I didn't want to repeat last week's scenario with trying to record a podcast with children in the background making a whole bunch of noise. It just, it's just horrible, just a disaster. Um, so forgive me if my voice doesn't sound as polished this week. Also, I haven't had coffee yet, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to function is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to function without my routine cup of joe. And um, we're just going to see how that works throughout the duration of this podcast episode. <laughs> how is everyone doing this week? How is, how's everyone week been so far? What do you guys have planned for the week ahead? What are you doing? What are you getting into? I would love to know. Share your thoughts with me. Let me know what's going on in your life. If you, of course, don't mind sharing. Uh, Today, we are going to dive right into a topic that I know many writers can relate to. Um, Personally, I can relate to this as well, and I thought this would be a really great topic to discuss, especially with NaNoWriMo literally right around the corner. Is anyone still pumped and excited, or is people like dreading and like, just like, no, I'm not ready? (laughs) Because the days are like flying by. We are really, really about to head into November very soon. And um, got to be ready. Got to be ready. But yeah, so I wanted to talk about writer's self-sabotage, particularly um, comparing yourself to other writers and how that can be detrimental to your writing journey. Um, We've all been there. We've all done it. I've, I've done it. Um, and in some instances, I kind of low-key still do it, but it really is a matter of just training your mindset and training your, your self-esteem to not compare yourself to other writers because we can get caught up. We can, especially, especially newer writers or like newbie writers, you can get caught up in all of the excitement of other writers and authors you really can and you kind of can just like let your own journey take a back seat and you're not doing it purposely it's just you know you hear about an author or a writer maybe and you know he or she was able to publish her first book and you know you're still on your first draft and it's like well dang how did she you know how do I want that too you know we 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 get there and it's understandable you know as writers well, most writers, the the end goal is to become published, whether that is traditional or self-published. 
but usually that is just the thing to do at the end of all of it. It is to publish your piece of work and to get it in as many hands as possible. But um, before that, you know, it may be very challenging because we'll do things like compare ourselves to other writers. And it's just something that happens. It really is. And it, it, it is sad. It's, it's a little sad. It's not fair. We're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, you know, our writing journey can suffer because of it. Really. It, it, and I know there's a lot of writers that can relate to this roller coaster of emotional torture. Um, so comparing yourself to other writers is just not something that you want to do. It really isn't. Why do we feel the need to, to look to someone else's work as validation for our own? Like, why do we make a habit of comparing word counts and published works and even our schedules to writers, to other writers? We're doing this because we are not yet content with our own writing. And somewhere along the way, we've lost our confidence as a writer or maybe never even had it to begin with. That's something to look into. And we look to other writers as a model of what we hope to someday gain. How can this be detrimental to your progress as a writer? Let's talk about that real quick. Because when we compare ourselves to other writers, even authors, we subconsciously tell ourselves that we are not satisfied with our own work. That is what we're doing. Somehow we've drifted away from making progress and throwing ourselves off course. Comparing your work to other writers will in fact slow you down because you become fixated on someone else's work and progress it, it you can't make time to move forward with your own so essentially it is slowing you down so many things can come into play when you put yourself up against another writer and frankly it's unhealthy for your progress your development and your journey every writer is unique Every writer has their own style, their own writing and skill set. So for one author that, one newly writer rather, that just published her first novel and it took her maybe six months compared to another writer who has been working on her first draft for two years. For two years. You know, you cannot compare yourself to that writer. Some people can write faster some writers can write faster than other writers and for some writers it takes them years to get through one novel and it's nothing wrong either way it doesn't make any person better or not better or too slow none of that stuff we ourselves are telling ourselves that we are not worthy I remember a few years ago telling myself that I would get back to taking my writing seriously for like the 20th time I've, I've said this. this. This was years ago. And um, all my family and friends, even like teachers when I was at this point in my life, I was going to school and I had teachers that were encouraging me to write a book. Um, you know, I would hear, oh, you're a great writer. You, you have such a way with words. And um, I heard this quite often, you know, all around me and it was pretty cool to 
to be thought of as a writer. I'm like, me, you know, that's cool. I, I really did enjoy the compliments. So I decided I would do the thing. I would go ahead and do the writing thing. I would write this book that everyone else wanted me to write, but I didn't write it. No, I, I did not write the book. <laughs> not at that time anyway. So what happened was I, I made an attempt at novel writing and I never followed through with finishing it. And I got discouraged because it had, it's it been years since I wrote anything longer than a to-do list. And I really felt like I lost my way as a writer. So to just jump back in and start writing a book because other people wanted me to, I was out of my mind for even thinking I can do that. Seriously. I was, however, doing more reading during this time. And I got so caught up with all the authors that were releasing so many books within a year it just scared the mess out of me and it just messed all up, up and down with my self-esteem. I just had a lot of issues going on with that. I couldn't live up to the status of these authors that were publishing all these books within one year. I didn't, I couldn't even start my own book. How could I compare? There would be no way humanly possible that I could even write one book in a year. And it just wasn't a reality for me. So I soaked in my feelings of incompetence and I, I, I left writing alone entirely for years. I really did. It, I, I just was not writing anything. I wasn't thinking about writing. People were still coming to me asking me, hey, are you going to write that book? I, I didn't pay them no mind. Because I compared myself to authors that have been writing for decades. They've been in a game before I was born. And I felt like an infant trying to measure up to their accomplishments. How dare I do something like that to myself? That is crazy. And looking at it now, I just say, like, I just think back how foolish I was to even put myself in that that position to just feel that way. Why am I comparing myself to Stephen King? Why am I comparing myself to Margaret Atwood? Like, what? Neil Gaiman and, and, and all the other greats. Nora Roberts, you know, she'd be pushing them books out. How? Child, that woman pushes out like 12 books a year. I don't know how she does it, but she does because she can. Not me. I'm not Nora Roberts. No, I'm not. So why am I setting myself up to think that I can do anything like them? For what? Why do I need to do that to myself? It doesn't make sense. It's tragic. It's tragic. It is. Do not do this to yourself. Don't. So did I ever recover from my tragic writing experience? Yes, I did. And it took years for me to realize that it was okay to be exactly where I was in my own writing journey. I had to learn that my journey is my journey. No one else can be content with it but me. But what I did do was overcome it overcome the feelings of incompetence and overcome the feelings of you know comparing myself to other writers and how did I do that I just started to focus more on my own writing (laughs) in a nutshell that is exactly what I did I stopped comparing myself to other writers and I focused on what I was doing with my own writing where I was at in my own journey what am I working on today what do I want to work on today How can I move forward with this project? What do I want to do with this project? I started learning about my writing style, curating a voice, you know, my own writing voice. I started, you know, 
trying to create a really good solid writing routine figuring out what my writing process was even though that changes from time to time and that's okay and I just played around with storytelling and other genres that I wasn't used to writing in how can I become a better writer instead of well why am I not like this writer you will get nowhere doing that to yourself I also started reading tons when I tell you tons I mean tons if you see my book stack my bookshelf that I have over my desk it is filled with an obsessive amount of writing craft books but I, I you know chose to focus on that to just help me hone my own writing skills and as I was putting more focus and effort in my own writing I became less focused on other people's writings and less comparisons were made. And now I'm at the point where I respect who I am becoming as a writer and learning what makes me a writer and of course embracing it. So I have three healthy ways to draw inspiration from other writers that I would like to share with you. So we know comparing ourselves to other writers are not good, but that doesn't mean we can't draw inspiration from other writers. One way is to read other writers and authors' work. There's nothing wrong with reading another writer's or another author's material. In fact, it's encouraged that you do so. This can not only strengthen your skill set as a writer, but reading allows you to draw so much inspiration for your own material. Reading various genres and understanding how different writers use their own voice is beneficial. You can learn an impressive deal just by studying other other authors' um, work. So take some time to just read through your favorite author's work. You don't even have to read the whole book, maybe a chapter here or even a scene, you know, just to see how, let's say you were writing a historical fiction piece and you wanted to know, like, how do you start the scene off? Is it with dialogue? Is it with conflict? Like, how do you start it off? Maybe reading... Someone like, let me see who does uh, historical fiction. Uh, Kristen Hanna. Let's say if that was one of your favorite authors. I actually like her because I do like historical fiction. But let's say you read a chapter from one of uh, Kristen Hanna's books. And you just read that chapter just to get a sense of like how historical fiction actually sounds. And, and, and what people will actually read. There's nothing wrong with that. At all. Um... Because it's helpful. And when you read as a writer, you open yourself up to explore the author's work in a critical way, too. Rather than just discovering the story as a reader would. Because by doing this, you can learn what made the story great or not so great. You can pick up a sense of style and voice and learn the structure of a story from beginning to end. Just by seeing it, seeing it firsthand. Already done, already published. You can pick up all of those things just by reading. Another way to, uh, another healthy way to draw inspiration from other authors or writers are critiquing for other writers. Critiquing. This is done as the form of suggestion. However, the only difference here is that the writer knows about you, more or less, and you and that writer have agreed to critique each other's work. Um, now this can be especially useful if you critique swap with other writers and you receive some feedback on your own writing in return for giving feedback 
on others but critiquing for other writers is is it's a cool way to go because you're able to you know figure out like wow okay she said it like this but maybe I wouldn't have said this or I would have took this out and you know so you in a sense you're not comparing yourself but you are giving constructive criticism and that would keep the comparisons down as well another way would be to join a writing group or some type of support group the writing community is filled with some of the most positive and supportive people that I know joining a club or support group for writers is a great way to get feedback on your own work you can learn about writing craft you can network communicate you can even vent and make friends Writers are hungry for strong, healthy support systems. So if you can find an inviting writing community to be a part of, you will gain a lifetime of support. And not to sh- uh, sh- switch gears, but NaNoWriMo is perfect for getting support. If you sign up for them, you will be able to meet some really dope writers and authors as well that are trying to do the same thing that you're doing. And they can offer you tips and advice. It's it's really great. So writing is difficult. It's challenging, frustrating, embarrassing, painful, emotional. It may be a few other choice words that I wouldn't dare express. But long story short, writing is hard. And for some, it's one of the hardest things that they've had to do in life. Just to be able to pour your heart and soul on paper and have people read what's been locked up in your head sometimes for years it's a vulnerable predicament to be in and it's no wonder why so many writers crave to be prolific writers appreciate their writer their um readers understanding their their thoughts and their, their visions and, and ideas they appreciate it but never compromise your journey by comparing what you can do as a writer to what other writers are doing. This will, in fact, slow you down in the long run, and it's only going to fill your head up with negativity. And who needs any of that, especially now? You know what we are going through? We are in the middle of a pandemic. Don't nobody need any extra drama, any extra stress, any extra negativity. You don't need it. So why add on to it by feeling like you're inadequate as a writer or even not a writer because you haven't published anything yet and it's been seven years (coughs) excuse me do not do that to yourself it really is just not the way to go it's it's so health unhealth excuse me so unhealthy for your for your mindset it really is and if you get to a point where you are on the brink of comparison Just stop and have a pep talk with yourself. Ask yourself, why are you even writing? What's your point? What is your point in writing? Is it to create beautiful stories that take readers away from their own world and nestles them into a world that you've designed and crafted all for their pleasure? Or is it to get in your feelings every time you feel inadequate about your writing? And if it's the latter, then... What are you writing for? You might as well stop. Because how can you really get any writing done if you're just feeling bad about it all the time? Who wants to do that? Not me, that's for sure. 
If you write because you want to create dynamic characters and intriguing fictional places to visit, comparing yourself to someone else's passion and goals would not help you attain your own. You're a writer. Believe in who you are and own what you do. Focus on building a level of respect for yourself as a growing writer. And you won't need to compare yourself to what the next writer is doing. You got this. Trust me, you got it. Thank you guys for listening to me. I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to my email list so you can stay current with my latest content and receive my monthly newsletters. Head on over to creativelyimperfect.com to sign up today. You can also follow my writing journey on Instagram at creativelyimperfect, where you will see more of my writing content as well as a splash of my personal life. Why did I say that like that? (laughs) Remember, I I didn't have my cup of coffee yet. So, (laughs) And um, if you've enjoyed this podcast episode and want to support me on my own writing journey, you can do so by leaving me a review and sharing your honest thoughts. Let your girl know you stop by. I will truly appreciate it. Remember to thank all of those that are supporting you on your writing journey. And I'll see you guys next week.